Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, podcast family. Welcome back to Sports Business Secrets. This is episode 170, and today we're talking about the differences between NBA and FIBA agents. And the technical term for that would be, I guess, NBPA certified or FIBA certified agents. And as I was looking back at some of the topics that I talked about in the last 169 days, I thought that I had discussed this because I, I guess it's a pretty basic uh, topic. Uh, just speaking about agent stuff, and I have not. So that is where we are today. I'm just going to briefly overview the main differences uh, between the two types of agents. Some people are only FIBA agents. Some people are only NBPA certified agents. Uh, some are both, uh, including myself. So uh, just to just to start with the main differences, an NBPA certified agent. Uh, if you are an NBPA certified agent, you can legally negotiate a contract between a player and any NBA team. If you are unfamiliar on what the NBPA is, it's the National Basketball Players Association, and that is the union for current professional players in the NBA. And in order to get certified, you have to pass an exam that is given by the NBPA. I am NBPA certified, I pass that exam. If you are a, a FIBA certified agent, you can legally negotiate a contract between a player and any club who is governed by FIBA. Now, FIBA is the International Basketball Federation, which was originally founded in 1932, and it's considered basically the, the world governing body for basketball. There are 213 National Basketball Federation members who are part of FIBA. So not every, not quite every single country in the world, but 213 uh, Federation members, which essentially are just countries. Uh, and, and so you, you have to pass an exam that's given by FIBA in order to be officially certified. I am also FIBA certified. So now you know the main differences, right? You can just go, you're, you're, you're MBPA certified and you're FIBA certified, and now all the clients are coming to you. That is incorrect. So the one of the biggest differences, I think, uh, on those two certification paths are the network that you have. And you need to understand the network that's needed for both paths. And yes, there are some overlaps, but it's really two different paths. So if you say you're going to be an NBA agent and you can't pick up the phone and call a scout from an NBA team or you don't know the assistant general manager from the G League team to get information to and from, your network needs to improve. Uh, same thing if you say you want to send a guy overseas and you think everyone's just going to start sending offers to your email just because you signed a guy, you're in for a real treat. If you don't have direct contacts to clubs, which is very difficult to do, then you need to know local agents and, and, and know them personally most of the time, not just some random Facebook message between an agent, although unfortunately that that is, uh, is actually a thing today. Um, but you, you really have to have those relationships and, and have that network base before you can go down one of those paths. Now, of course, at the end of the day, I think ultimately, the talent 
level of the player speaks for itself. So if you have a relationship with an NBA lottery pick, you will probably be able to figure it out. You'll probably be okay if you're just some random person that has that relationship. And for whatever reason, that player trusts you and you don't know anyone in the industry. I think you'll be okay. You'll hopefully be able to figure it out. Uh, I would be surprised that you can convince a player to to sign with you if, if that is your only relationship. Because remember, there are many more many more parts of that algorithm that are needed to be successful. But sure, that that the the talent level of a player, if they're at a certain level, that that trumps all things, right? So I'm not necessarily talking about that. So if you have that relationship with the next Zion Williamson, go for it. Go sign them. Um, but ultimately again, it comes down to that network that you have. So you also have to be able to 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 do your research and get an idea for what players certain countries or certain leagues have had in the past and also that reputation that they have in the industry. So you you know you need to know what shooting guards were were drafted by certain teams. You need to know what what point guards or what centers or what wings went to certain clubs in certain markets overseas to see where their path went because that also helps you identify your path. If you if you have never watched a a, basket, a Euroleague basketball game in your entire life and you don't know how many divisions are in a certain country, then why would you think that you could be successful representing a a, a player? Now again, that that that's not uh, that's not to to kill your dream to be a FIBA agent, but maybe you should really revisit what the definition of an agent is. And 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 just because you want to be involved in that player's career, maybe you're more of a manager or more of a more of a, you know, a, a, I don't know, brand partnerships guy, or maybe just an assistant, or maybe something along those lines, not to put that label anywhere below or above what an agent's label is, but it's just different, right? If you never watch a EuroLeague game and you don't know about European basketball, why do you think you could be an agent, right? It, 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 and this is really just me trying to share what I've gone and what I've learned, because these are questions I asked myself. Like at first, I, I wasn't as familiar with the European game. Um, so I made sure I went over there and I got I got familiar before I got my agent license. So uh, again, there's there's no correct path, but some people choose one over the other for certain reasons. I'm just trying to get across the point that you should probably identify those reasons and identify your network and identify your skill set first to be able to realize which one fits you the best. Again, personally, I knew that I wanted to represent NBA players at some point, so I worked on building that network over the past five years. Uh, I, I obviously knew that there had to be a stepping stone to get there, so that's why in 2016, I went overseas and I built those relationships with FIBA-governed teams, and I learned different markets, and I built relationships with decision makers, so that's when I knew, okay, well, my first step's probably going to be getting my FIBA license, and that's what I did. In 2018, I got my FIBA license, but all that time, in, including up until today, I was building the network and learning on the MBA side. And so in 2019, I then got my NBPA license. And it's they're all just stepping stones to another. Yes, they can overlap. Uh, for me right now, I don't represent, I don't have any NBA clients. Uh, and, and that's obviously a challenge. And, and I'm, I know it doesn't happen overnight. I'm working my, my way up towards that. But I do know that I've been preparing for that and I've been learning the markets and I've been building the relationships and I can call people from G League teams and NBA front offices when I need that information or when I want to share information. I know that the infrastructure is there. It's just about staying consistent and preparing for when that time is right. Uh, so ultimately, 
Sure. Right now, my my start and my and my niche is in Europe, uh, so that's why FIBA made sense, and that's why I'm I consider myself more of an overseas agent and understanding those markets better and having those relationships much better, uh, just to be able to fill fill that fill that role and be that connector. But like anything else, I've been building up and preparing for that NBA side when that comes. Uh, so again. No correct answer here. I wanted to really differentiate the NBPA and FIBA certified agent paths. Maybe one path is is more fit for you. Maybe both paths are fit for you. Agencies operate very differently. You can go revisit some of the some of the agent uh, strategy business model episodes earlier earlier in the podcast to to understand or I guess take that next step in conversation there. I, I don't want to get too too much into a a rabbit hole here, but today's was just the main differentiators between the certification process. And actually tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's episode, I will get deeper into the actual process and what you need to do and how you can become certified. I had a couple people ask me those questions here lately because there are some loopholes in if you have one license, uh, what you can be, what steps you can skip to get your other license and on and on. But anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Hopefully I answered some general questions and you learned a little bit from today. If you have another question in in depth on that, you know where to find me. Uh, Have an excellent day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to talk about the certification process. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.